It's time for Biscuits and Gravy. It's time for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Live from beautiful downtown Kihei in the Biscuit Bunker, it's the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Yay! Were you doing the Kermit the Frog? Yeah, totally. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to pick up on that, but we both, <laughs> listeners, you won't have, be able to see this at home. But so Chuck, many biscuits this week. Chuck yeah. and I both. More about that later on Gluttony Club. Chuck and I both did the Kermit the Frog arms when I said yay, because it's a uh, that's how they would start out the Muppet yeah. Show. It's the Muppet <laughs> Show, yay! <laughs> Old Kermit the Frog arms. Biscuitiers, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. It is I, Chuck Sauce, here in the Biscuit Bunker, and we are proud to have one more episode of Biscuits and Gravy. Biscuits and Gravy, we got radio Wait, the last smothered episode? and covered. Biscuits and Gravy in the studio today. I could not do the show without my cohort, my co-host, my co something. Vincent Fody, Vincent Fody, welcome to the Biscuit Bunker this morning. Thank How you. are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, and you literally couldn't do the show without me because the radio station's closed. The radio station's closed, God damn it! You would be recording into like a yak back or something. Yakety yak, <laughs> don't come back. I, w- I love the yak back. Sweet reference, bro. Hey, kids, I'm home early. Speaking of Home Alone, aloha, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) That's my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie. She's cutie pie. The governor. Cut me up another slice. Wow. We are in the quarantine right now. The historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater is closed. What is Biscuits and Gravy? Biscuits and Gravy is radio smothered and covered. In this case, Spotify and iTunes. Smothered and covered. Yeah, it's no longer radio, which means we're also... Does that mean we're no longer educational? We are still educational, Vincent Fody. I don't think so. Well, the only reason that we were educational was because we were technically on an educational broadcasting station. Oh, we are on 88.5 KAKU, the voice of Maui, a nonprofit educational radio But the, um, the Biscuit Bunker is not... Educational. No, never fear. It's still nonprofit. We're we are the mo- no, 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 we are the most educational coming up on the show. Wait, are we still nonprofit? <laughs> There's no profit. I'll tell you what. Coming up on the show, Hold we on, have the most educational thing in the universe. I got a square. We're gonna finish ad. off the show with Chuck stuff, the knowledge buffalo. That's kind of educational. That's so educational. We learned about Botticelli last week. But you week. had asked me what is biscuits and gravy. And I'm here to tell you what biscuits and gravy is here, people. I'm here to tell That's you. That's one of those questions where it's more like, how's it going? Ha! It's going okay. It's quarantine mode. I've been making a lot of biscuits. Guys, got to tell you, we're not sponsored by them. But change your butter to Kerrygold Irish butter. <laughs> so good! It's like most of Chuck's diet. Oh, it's so good! It's, it's good a lot at, of my diet. It's good on some bread. It's good in a packet. Do you, you can know, make in packets. <laughs> do you know what makes the steak so good? Everyone's like, butter. And I'm like, 
All right. <laughs> yeah, there's actually, if you look at a graph, there's a direct correlation to how much butter is in mashed potatoes and how much people like the mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Because if you go to like a really fancy place and the, or any place that's like famous for mashed potatoes, they're yep. like, oh my God, these mashed potatoes are so good. How do you get them so light and fluffy? 40% butter. <laughs> yeah. You just whip up, up some potatoes and put a bunch of butter in there. And who doesn't like eating a big handful of butter? Every biscuitier should like eating a handful of butter. Coming up on the show, we got Gluttony Club. What have you been cooking in quarantine? I want to know about it. I've been cooking a lot. Ooh, more about that later. I've been cooking a lot in quarantine. Coming up on the show, we got Spoiler Alert. We've all had so much time to watch TV. Let's talk about what we've been watching on TV. Oh, my goodness, Chuck. You don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. If you thought I you thought I, I watched a, a lot of TV Morissette. before. Alanis Morissette wants to know. I am not Alanis Morissette. I don't want to know. Is that Alanis Morissette? That's an Alanis Morissette didn't, song. Didn't she? Um, Flashback from the 90s. Didn't she write that song about um, Dave Coulier? Yeah, and about his four-inch penis. Is that song really about Dave Coulier, or is that just one of those urban myths? No, it's the most. You've heard it here on the Biscuit Network, okay? Speaking of Dave Coulier, did somebody say wood? It's time for Morning Wood. All right. The first stop on the gravy train today is Morning Wood. I don't want to do Morning Wood. All right. I still got more stuff to talk about. It's 420. So coming up on the show, we got Morning Wood. We got Conspiracy Cookbook. We do have Conspiracy Cookbook. Because Biscuits and Gravy is cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and Gravy. All right. I got a question for you, Vincent Bodie. It's been plaguing my mind all day. My mind is plagued. Yeah. Is it, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? It's, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm always feeling good on a Wednesday. That's friend of the show, South Park. This is a seeing you and getting to record the show on Wednesday is pretty much the only social contact I have. Chibity, chibity, Except like mean mugging the people in Target who are not wearing masks. I am wearing masks and they hurt my ears, but I wear them nonetheless. <laughs> that that should be the least of your concerns, Chuck. How your ears feel. No, that is the most of my concerns. I am the reason this virus is everywhere. I'm the person that doesn't wash their hands. I'm the person that picks their nose and their butt. And I'm the person that's a close hugger and a close talker. I'm the reason. I don't wash my hands all the time, Vincent Fody. Um, How long do you think it's going to take until after the pandemic for people to go back to not really washing their hands? Uh in Michigan, four days, probably. <laughs> Coming up on the show, why Michigan is a piece of shit state. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can say curse words. We can say fuck Michigan. You can say anything you want in the Biscuit Bunker. We just, we're going to lose a lot lakes. of- uh, They should just drown themselves. We're going to lose a lot of Michigan listeners. Coming up on the show, what dumbass fucking shit is going on in Michigan? Why do they're blocking the roads to the hospital with their cars to protest the shutdown? But isn't the shutdown caused by- by um the virus i don't so know I'll by, tell you who by the blocking down... the road to the hospital therefore preventing curing of the virus and sure. further quarantine isn't that making things worse and not better i'll tell you who's not making things worse our good friends down at most deaf's hearing aids biscuits <laughs> and gravy is a proud partner with most deaf's hearing aids get less deaf with most deaf Hey, they're black on both sides. Oh, and also by Tom Brady's Gravy, all the ladies want Brady's Gravy. It'll deflate your hunger. Wow. We got a lot going on the Biscuits and Gravy show today, Vincent Fody. We got a lot going on. We got a lot. Why don't you tell me what's going on? What's going on? Did you know that this is an entire month of 420? Hold up. 
420. That's right. The time in the afternoon where you're supposed to smoke weed. Right. You have tea time at 4. That's tea and crumpets. And then once a year, it's April 20th. But this year, because the year is 20, and the, April, year, oh, the no. entire month of April is 420. The entire month is 420. So this is the this is the month that stoners worldwide have all been waiting for. Well, I wouldn't say worldwide because in other parts of the world it would be they do the 24, right? Today's show is brought to us in part by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Ryder. And also by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. Rick Astley's Rickshaw So we're talking 420 here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Is that right, Vincent Fody? We're talking 420. We're talking 420, baby! As a matter of fact, to celebrate 420, I bought myself this sweet Gandalf pipe. Wow! It's a, um... It's wooden. Yeah, it's a it's a wooden pipe. It's long. We we don't have a camera. Now you're doing your part. Maybe I'll put a picture to, of it on the to Facebook stave off the coronavirus. Yeah. By not letting me smoke out of it today, right? Correct. You, so Vincent Foti, you, you heard it here first, pipe. everybody. If you did this two months ago, you'd be an asshole. But you're doing it now. You are a fucking hero, baby. I'm. It is doing people my part. like Vincent Foti that is saving the world. And if you're at home, in your car, at work, if you're at work, what are you doing? Handshaking? No more handshaking, which is great. I have small, weak hands. I don't want to shake people's hands. You have to shake people's hands? I don't want that. You know, women have bigger hands than me. I don't want people to know I have small hands. Yeah, I mean, shaking hands is already antiquated. It's anyway, so right? antiquated. It's from it's from like medieval times, right? Yeah, something you would like shake, that. You would shake hands with your sword wielding hand. Oh, to show that you I'm were not stabbing you. you? That dis- sounds dumb. You were kind of like disarming yourself oh. by agreeing to shake someone else's hand because you couldn't brandish your shor- your sword while shaking someone's hand. Yeah. Did peasants do it though? Because peasants weren't owning swords. Um, serfs. No, I think it was just knights. It was just probably like Sounds a knightly gay. thing. A knightly thing. They didn't do it during the day. <laughs> um, that's like, do you know where kissing came from? I mean, I think that's like a social. Why wouldn't you want to kiss? Uh, no, I think it, kissing came from because um, animals don't kiss. But animals suck on titties and dicks. Well, that's because that's part of nature. But, but why kissing you... came from originally. I think it was like. In medieval times, also, you would want uh, people would do it to see if their wives had been drinking. So oh, they would like. Oh, whoa! So if you wanted to find out if your wife had been drinking behind your back, you'd, you'd put your mouth on her mouth and be like, "Let me taste that." I think that's true. I might have just made that up, but if you guys whoa, know, in my mind here, everybody. where did drink? Where did kissing now, come why from, do guys? Kiss Give us on a the call. Cheek and stuff. Give us a call, 808-873-3435. We are not there, but you can talk to Tony. Talk to TJ, TJ Tony <laughs> Once again, uh, we will not answer, but you can call the studio. I think Tony's there, or um, Spiro Agnew will pick up on the I answer. Can I your letter? Oh, yeah, here you go. Have you been playing Animal Crossing, Chuck? I have not been playing Animal Crossing. You know, I downloaded it, though, on my computer. Command and Conquer! Oh, Woo, baby! Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. I have been eating a lot of cheeseburgers this week, too. I have my some diet burger is patties like cream in and my fridge right now. Beef. I made a pizza burger. Oh, yeah. So it's like a regular burger, except you put uh, like pizza sauce on top of it while you're frying it up and then melt that mozzarella on there. Oh, baby. Mm, we'll talk about that during Gluttony Club. Oh, yeah. So Gluttony what's going on you, brother? Are I've been, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I know you and your girlfriend have definitely been playing it. So Animal Crossing, what system is that on? Uh, that's on Switch. 
So as a matter of fact, switches have been very have been a very hot ticket item lately um, because a lot of kids are out of school, so their parents are buying them switches. People um, bought them en masse and then resold them immediately for a right, higher value. So for a while, they were going for more money than they were actually worth. Only on. about a week, though, and yeah. then they were like, Nintendo, right? Yeah. It was like, hey, don't worry, we got mad switches. Right, exactly. And so, you, and they, there's two versions of them. One is the one where you can't take the controllers off, it's only portable. But then the other version, you can take the controllers off and you can pl- you can plug it into your TV so you can play it on your TV, which is cool because sometimes, you know, I'll be playing the video game on my TV and then I got to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to stop playing the game. Let's take the Switch with you in the bathroom and keep on going. That doesn't seem coronavirus friendly. You can kill like an hour in there <laughs> playing some Animal Crossing. If I poop for too long, my uh, decline comes back and that's not good. What? Hemorrhoids? Hemorrhoids, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, another risk right now during coronavirus. A lot of people just sitting around, yep. not getting too much <laughs> exercise. So don't forget to get up and walk around every once in a while, guys. I think you know they say my life has actually been more healthy since I've been quarantined. They say sitting is the new smoking. Oh, word, which means I'm smoking five different ways. And since I'm sitting and smoking, something. sitting is the new smoking. <laughs> what kind of liberal <laughs> monster bullshit is that? You guys, uh, there's so much on my mind. We have to talk about Bill Gates later. If you guys show. are out there playing Animal Crossing, um. What are your turnip prices? Let me know. Turnips! I, I got to come to your island and sell some turnips. Ah! Also, um, can we talk about something serious for a minute? I've been dying to talk about something serious. Uh, last week, you brought up something, um, and I just wanted to address it. Um, so last week, you were talking about that Indigo Girls song, Galileo. Yes, I was! The song's awful. It's terrible. I went and I went and listened to it. Hold on. You, you went and listened to the Indigo Girls? Not only did I listen to, to the Indigo Girls' Galileo song, <laughs> I also watched the music video for it. No, I didn't even know there was a music video for First it. First of no all, way. there is a music video, and it's possibly the worst music video I've ever seen. Have you seen the music video? I've never seen the music what, video. What, are you playing that on Spotify yeah, right totally. now? Yeah, totally. Spotify on Spotify. Whoa. So tell me more about Indigo Girls sucks. All right, turn that off. I don't want to listen to Indigo Girls any more than I have to. But what are the names of the Indigo Girls? It's like Amy and Ashley or Emily or something. I just thought their names were Indigo. <laughs> you killed my father. You thought they were prepare two... to die of my terrible music. You thought they were two sisters whose last name was Indigo. Indigo? Yeah, I don't, or les- but they're finger banging each other, right? Well, not in the music video, but <laughs> no, that would have been a nice. <laughs> the music, music video. video is just this them singing against a black background, uh, very '90s music video style. Um, but then also, if it's... they're not wearing hats, like in "Hey, What's Going On," <laughs> then it's no go. But then it's also interspliced with. Just like quotes of things that they say. It's like one time I dreamed I was a bug and then it will say like Amy at the bottom. So you're not even reading. It's not even the lyrics. You're reading other quotes that are not matching up with the lyrics. This is the music video for the Indigo Girl song. I'm already bored of the show. Our listeners must have turned it off completely. I apologize for saying anything about the Indigo Girls. It's even worse than the um, Total Eclipse of the Heart music video. Yo, I love Which... the Total Eclipse. Why are they playing karate and then they're vampires out yeah, of nowhere? Why are, they va- why are there vampires the in the music video? What's going on with that? Then the football players going to gangbanger? That's a weird scene in total eclipse of the heart yeah what's that song about again no one knows bro 
It's about total the- eclipse of the heart. What do vampires have to do with eclipses? Turn around, or karate. Turn around. She is the only female teacher in an all-boys school. I don't know what that song is about. Sounds kind of hot, actually. That's Morningwood. Morningwood is a presentation of Biscuits and Gravy and Briskets and Gravy Radio. Biscuits and Gravy Radio cannot do our show without our lovely, community-minded partners like Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye <laughs> to golden ear, get pierced. And also Alex Skarsgård's anti-scar cream. Oh, speaking of vampires, guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Pretty good. <laughs> Wait, is Alexander Skarsgård the guy from True Blood? I think so, right? Or is that a different... I'm not the true blood guy. You know who I am, though? A security guy. And I trust all my security for the biscuits. Wait, don't listen to true blood. <laughs> Kenny Login Cybersecurity. Kenny Login Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't fly into the danger zone without him. And of course, by Paul Reiser's yeast. Makes a great Jewish ride. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's yeast. And Topher Grace's etiquette school. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. All right. So, yes, Alexander Skarsgård is the guy from True Blood. And we are listening to the sultry sounds of Morning Wood. He's in something else, too. He's not in much. <laughs> no, I just saw him in something recently. And I'm mm. like, that's the guy from True Blood. I've been watching a lot of Monk. There was a Monk marathon <laughs> the other night. What? And uh, Rachel Dratch makes a lot of cameos on that show. What are you watching? Like, Cable? Yeah, yeah. Watches cable. Christy likes my girlfriend, Governor Chris Christie, likes to watch stuff with TV. So we can afford the extra three dollars a month for Hulu, but we don't pay for the Hulu without commercials. And we can we watch TV yeah, we with gotta actual get, commercials. Remember what the time you tried to trick Ted into giving him your Hulu password? I did. That was and great. He saw oh, right man, through that. Man. <laughs> Ted was like, uh uh uh. I don't think so, Uh-uh-uh. Didn't say the magic word. Uh-uh-uh. You All didn't right. say the magic word. So, yeah, my girlfriend likes to watch TV shows with commercials. She says that I get so distracted that it's good because it gives me time to go up and pace around and do nothing in different rooms of the house, which I do. I'm an adult, and I suffer with ADHD, Vincent Fody. Did you say go upstairs? Go around. Stuffs. You don't have an upstairs. I, well, my neighbor <laughs> disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you go upstairs to your neighbor's house and pace around? Yeah, clearly. You're like, can I just come up here and just pace around a little like, bit? I prefer not. I'm already like, doing it. Chuck, you're wearing out our carpets. So, yeah, I watched a lot of Monk Marathon. I really thought I'd be watching better TV during this whole quarantine. Well, we'll talk about that first. Spoiler what I realized is that uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff Morningwood related. Yeah. There's been a surge of uh, homemade pornography, and uh, if you guys are online... I'm sure you've seen a couple people that you know, maybe you went to school with, that are messaging you. It used to be spam, someone would message you porn. But now people are actually messaging you like, oh, go to my Cam Soda account. Does that is that happening to you at all? Or are people you know doing uh, – People from my high school yeah. sending me Cam Soda links? Yeah. That's not happening to you? Mm, oh, I'm sorry. Your girlfriend's in you. <laughs> <laughs> what is Cam Soda? Cam so- it's a uh, – Cam girl website, but right. they they pay a lot of porn stars to be on it too. So like Gianna right. Michaels, wasn't that the one where they were paying people to live stream their Thanksgiving? Whoa, that's fucking gnarly. Remember that? Also, a lot of Thanksgiving porn out there. 
A lot of milfs giving beaches. A lot of turkeys getting the, stuffed, am I right? The, da- the dad eats too much turkey, so everyone else has an orgy. That's weird. How about Easter porn? E- Dude, mad amounts! I'm still seeing Easter porn. There's a lot of Easter porn. It's just, it's just basically the girls wearing bunny ears. I've been seeing a lot more all-natural, organic, amateur porn online. I want to see uh, like a guy in a full bunny costume. Oh, most Easter porn is just the girls wearing bunny ears. No, we must watch completely different stuff because most Easter porn I see are the guys in the costume. Oh, really? And all it is is the D sticking out and the girl getting railed. It's, oh, yeah? it's actually not bad. The I've seen a few where they're Some taking a family photo and the woman sits on the, the bunny and the mom's like, anyone want drinks? And then everyone disappears. And she, like, takes her titty out and rails him for a little bit. And then the mom comes back in, and they put the titty away. And she stays sitting on the, the lap of the Easter Bunny. Not a lot of Jesus-related porn out there. Although, Christ Wait, has died. is there Jesus porn out Christ there? Christ is risen. I know there's, like, porn Christ with nuns. Christ will come again. He will come again. Yeah, porn nuns are weird. But I guess it's all it's all cool. Christ also said, come unto me, ye little children. Come I... all ye I think the Catholics may have misinterpreted that one. Ah, who knows? Uh, well, remember last week we were talking about uh, how the Easter Bunny was getting into the porn scene because people were finding Easter eggs in their mailbox last in Florida? Week on Morningwood, on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Right. We were talking. That, that's right. I forgot. There's a guy in Florida or a girl. I don't want to be sexist. Giving Easter eggs to people, and there was pornography inside. They're putting the it Easter in their eggs. mailbox. So like this, this plastic Easter eggs that are folded in half. Yeah, they look a little bit bigger than Something silly putty. Seen in like a vending machine. And then I asked if it was a zip drive of porn or, or if it was just for porn Japanese bit, listeners. Like, so it was actually like nudie mags cut out, right? Right. Okay. Um. Well, that was that's what that's all we knew last week. It was going on in Florida. Uh, but but as been, good. There's been an update. It turned out. Chuck, as you were right to point <laughs> out, it was a woman. Nice! They... <laughs> Wait, so you didn't know that when you made that clarification, right? You know what? The biscuit sees all. The biscuit sees all, baby. You're quite the prognosticator. <laughs> I'm the prognosticator of porn. Uh, <laughs> the pornosticator. Uh, so, yes, it was a woman that was doing it in Florida, and uh, the police had uh, have arrested her and charged her with... Um, Sort of endangerment because they were saying she might have been spreading the coronavirus inadvertently by going around oh, to people's mailboxes. Oh, malarkey. Um, and also, I don't think you're allowed to put porn in people's mailboxes, oh, but it is Florida, so yeah. I can. If you want to put porn in my mailbox, that's mail me. If you live in Circle, Kihei, Hawaii, nine six seven five three. All your personal information. <laughs> Wait, Luakaha Circle, isn't that the um, liquor department of Safeway? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Morningwood, man. Morningwood is such a great segment, but I have to remind our listeners so, that we could not do Morningwood without Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. And also Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. For best supporting actress. She was voted best supporting actress. Now, I was kind of disappointed to find out that it wasn't the Easter Bunny. It was just some random lady in Florida. Was, this is just though. like uh, when Santa Claus molested me. But then it turned out to be just a guy off, at the mall. You can't look at a, a, por- a picture of a nudie magazine and get off anymore. We've, we've had too much porn. One picture can't get you off, but it can get you going. 
It can get you. It, it can, can get, get you started. started. It, it can, can get you started. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I miss those good old days when you could still just check out a nice, sexy JPEG. Oh man, and that was enough. Morning Ooh. was brought to us by Selma Hayek's kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn when you need to cross a river. When get you Selma need Hayek's to cross a river. Kayaks. Having trouble seeing your porn? Maybe you need some of Johnny Depp's glasses because the best perception is depth is depth perception. Now, no porn star deaths this week. So another week, well, they're good self, for you. They're self-quarantining. And as a matter of fact, a lot of porn producers have been sending video equipment to porn stars' homes so they can set up their own kind of thing and uh, make homemade porn. I've been telling you it's been an influx of homemade porn, baby. Well, this is uh, this is like pr- uh, amateur plus yeah. porn. Because so this is, this is actual porn, porn stars. That you want to share with the team here at Biscuits and Gravy, uh, email us. At uh, the biscuits and gravy at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. That's the biscuits and gravy, or mail it to the historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater at 333 Dairy Road. Just mail us Attention, your Attention, DJ Tony Midnight. And we'll put it in the uh, Maui Food Bank collection <laughs> <laughs> bin. Maui Spank Bank collection. <laughs> <laughs> Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. Against hunger. And who doesn't hate hunger? Oh, Lord. That was a great morning, Wood, everybody. Mm. Um, What do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about cooking and quarantine? Let's talk about cooking and quarantine. I'm sure you've been making all kinds of gravy. So in lieu of Gluttony Club. Do you have one of those... Uh, do you have one of those Costco-sized gravy yes, McCormick shakers? I do. I do, and I have choke individual I need other get, flavors. I need to get one of those. Mm, that's so good. So it's just it's just like a gravy packet, but yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like, like a giant container filled so, with powdered gravy. Yes. So a gravy packet is like one cup of gravy. Uh, Costco-sized McCormick is like 88 cups. <laughs> So it's it's enough for like two or three meals at your house. It's enough for a lot that's of a lot. meals. That's it's a lot enough because sometimes at night, like you don't want to cook another meal, you know. So you just want to make like a hot cup of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> or a lot of times when people come on the biscuits and gravy show, you know how when you go onto a show, a lot of times they'll give you like a gift basket. Yep. Our gift basket is just it's just a, a cup of gravy. Yeah. Actually, we make I mean, guests. Thanks for drink appearing on the show. Gravy. When they're on the show. Oh, like in a talk show, they have like coffee mugs. Yeah. And, is it like, oh, and at home, water? you're always like, oh, they're not drinking coffee out of there. You're right. They're drinking gravy. They're drinking gravy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a powdered meat rim. <laughs> people believe, would would find that easy to believe. Anyway, so got to recommend stop buying gravy packets. <laughs> Get a couple gravy packets for like your, your off meals. You know what I mean? Like uh, to keep in the cart. But... <laughs> I go into the coffee bean and tea leaf and I ask for a cup of hot water. And they're like, what are you bringing in your own tea bag? And I like rip off and I'm like, au jus, baby. Dunk, dunk. It's like those flavored watered packets, like the crystal light ones that people have. But it's just a squirt of gravy. (laughs) But that way you're, you're in your car, you're stuck in traffic, and you reach in your glove compartment, pull out a packet of gravy. Pull out a packet of gravy. And you got your water bottle. Right? I had a really good prime rib the other night for Easter. 
prime rib? Ah, uh, yeah, that baked delicious. baked prime rib. So we did. I uh, saw a lot of people cooking lamb for Easter. And what, what was with so many people cooking lamb this year? Isn't lamb like you're in supposed Easter? to paint lamb's blood over your door for Passover? You're not supposed to eat little lamb chops. Isn't isn't this is the rant that'll never end? It goes on and on, my friend. Isn't lamb like a traditional? I thought ham. And like uh, lasagna, oh, yeah, like an Easter ham. Well, I that's ham and lasagna. Was... <laughs> lasagna is at uh, my my cousin's house because they were Italian. Where's so the lighter? They they would make um. And who celebrates Easter would... harder than Italians? I always Italians thought lasagna, lasagna and ham was like the Easter meal. Lasagna is like everything. Like whenever I would go over my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, like she would always make a lasagna. And you can't not eat the lasagna because she makes a great lasagna. Lasagna is so good. But then you, there's also like a turkey and and the whole nine yards. So not only do you have to eat an entire Thanksgiving dinner, I gotta eat a whole Easter dinner. Then you gotta eat a lasagna too. Mm. On top of that, I like lasagna, which is uh, not so bad. I think lasagna is layered, so when you eat it, it tells the rest of your stomach to layer itself, so you can eat more food. It's like defragging your stomach. You ever defrag a computer? It stores it so it layers it better. If you eat layered food, like I eat, eat a lot of nine-layer dip, it tells the rest of my stomach that it should layer up too, and then I can store more food in my stomach. Sounds like you've been talking to so anyway, Kenny Loggins cybersecurity. I made prime rib uh, the other day with my neighbors, right, because I'm totally breaking quarantine. And uh, big herbs, so about a half a stick of Kerrygold butter, about four pounds of uh, prime rib, and we soaked it in butter and herbs. It was almost like a paste over over it of butter and herbs, right? Right. And then we did it as high as the oven could go, and we did the high heat turn off a, a method. I probably one of my favorite to do. It by far. You just makes have to make sure you don't drippings. open the oven. So it's a trust thing. It's all about faith, actually. And you're right. It's all about not opening the oven, Vincent Fodi. Like Fred Durst told us. And it's you, all about faith. It's all about faith. So you turn the oven to 500 and you get it fucking roaring, dude. I want it on 500, like a half an hour before you even put it in there. I want your oven a roaring and I want your meat just sitting on the counter, just stewing in that butter time salt and pepper you've marinated it in thick gelatinous coverings on it right and you want a good pan to get to catch some drippings and then you put it in at 500 and you bake it in at 500 and then you turn off the oven and you leave it in there for like two hours plus right don't open the oven don't open the oven faith watch a movie get baked have a couple bottles of wine whatever you got to do to pass the time for two hours then you open it up you let it rest a little bit. You do a meat thermometer. It should be low. You turn the oven back on to 300. You put it back in just for a little bit, maybe 10 or 20 minutes. Just to get a base. A, with a meat thermometer, right? Then you drain the juices, and oh, my lordy. It was good times. Sounds like We had time. gravy and au jus. We had two different types of mashed potatoes. It was good. We had horseradish and sour cream. Little horseradish sour cream and au jus. I can smell. Ooh, horseradish sour cream. I had a cream 2015 Russian Valley Pinot Noir. Normal Pinot Noir, a little bit lighter. It's older. It's so good. It was delicious. Russian Valley. Yep. Good Pinot Noirs. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I made a lot of stuff. 
Oh, we're going to talk about you now? I made that pork shoulder. Who died and let you have a piece of the show? I made that pork shoulder. Mmm, shoulders. Last week. Remember we had some of it after the show? Oh, it was Swiss cheese. Oh, yeah, with the Swiss cheese. Dude, I love Swiss cheese. It's cooking in a crock pot and made more of like a... Usually when I do like a like pork in a crock pot, I'll do more of like a, like a soy sauce... Like a sweet soy sauce, like brown sugar and brown sugar and soy. No way. Yeah, I usually go like wine, bay leaf, butter. Well, this time we did more. I did more of like a barbecue. It's like red wine, barbecue Uh. sauce, uh, apple cider vinegar, and that uh, it gives you more of like a barbecued pulled pork. The wine man made it real yummy. Uh, Then you just wait till it falls apart and you throw it on a bun with some Swiss cheese. Now, you want to get a shoulder or a picnic cut. You want something with some fat on it. You yeah. don't want a crock pot with some lean, mean bullshit machine. Right, and then that allows all the grease to kind of come out of the fat and mix in with the mix in with the uh, the drippings and the juices that you get. My favorite is then when you refrigerate it, the fat rises to the top, and you, just and you can it right stick off. your finger into it and take it out like a saucer. And then I'll melt that and add flour and then pour back in some of the drippings. And I'll make, like, a gravy out of it. Right. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Um, made some burgers. Made a bolognese. Dude, I've been eating mad burgers, man. Oh, dude. Hamburger Helper, get me through this, bro. Oh, yeah. I got, got a tip for you guys, right? Hamburger Helper always says to add milk, right? Now, first of all, Hamburger Helper recipes, way too much beef. I like a good ratio of cheesy pasta in there. Too and much beef. beef. I think it's too much beef, man. You can never have enough beef. They say that a whole pound, and then they give you a namby-pamby. You can count the amount of noodles in there. I say nay. Well. So I do <laughs> half a pound, and I use heavy cream. Although I agree milk. that there should be more noodles, I also would never complain about there being too much beef. I like it being more cheesy noodles than beef. Why don't you just make, at least two, why don't you just make two boxes? Because then you have a whole extra seasoning packet, which is not bad, because then you can add that to a whole half pound of noodles. Right. There but you go. Say la vie. You just make just make double and then double add a trouble. bunch of beef and then you're no, good to go. No, the problem is then if you eat two boxes of hamburger helper, you're not feeling good. So you guys made homemade ice cream. We made homemade ice cream. It's so good here. Yeah. Do you have an ice cream machine? We borrow our neighbors. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we got one. You keep it in the freezer, and it's super easy. Some some milk, some cream, some sugar, pinch of salt, Real throw it easy. in the ice cream. Vanilla. And we uh we f- we froze uh we put it in the freezer overnight, mm-hmm. and it gets to like the perfect, not too firm, not too soft, just like your grossest your grossest freezing. You know, when you eat ice cream that you bought in the store, think it had to like like I eat Ben and Jerry's. I live in Maui, so this ice cream gets made in Vermont and comes all the way out here. That's like five thousand five hundred miles. As the crow flies. You don't think they have like a California distributor? No, Ben and Jerry's makes it all in Vermont, bro. Waterbury, Vermont. And they ship it all over the all world? All over the world. F- from Vermont? Yeah, from Vermont. Well, um, I've actually took a tour pretty, there growing up. It's pretty up. cold in Vermont. I'm sure that helps get it most of the <laughs> way there. <laughs> if global warming is real, why is it cold outside, Chuck? <laughs> so just think of how far ice cream has to go. Now I know your milk's probably coming far, too, but you make ice cream at home. It's not bad. And I think this whole quarantine, man, this whole quarantine thing, it's me. I... I am the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and I talk about gravy, and you know I can cook some gravy. But I got to say, my biscuit game was a little off. I've been making a lot better biscuits lately. I've been doing the drop biscuit. Mmm. Yeah, biscuit eater. It's you, Chuck. You're a biscuit eater. So I'll tell you something I've also done, right? 
standard drop biscuit recipe, right? You have, like, uh, chicken soup, and you make flour. You drop it in, right? A little baking Correct. soda. Uh, baking powder, not baking soda. Salt, flour. You toss it, right? Then you're supposed to roll butter into it. Now, they say to put a little bit of sugar into it. I use brown sugar instead of standardized white sugar, and I used heavy cream, again, instead of milk right. for it. And I actually did I, – I thought it was crazy talk, but instead of doing it, I did a little splash of water and heavy cream because I've been eating a lot of heavy cream, man. I got it, you know. Like, Me too. Ah, so I cut I've been making the whipped cream. cream. I mean, so we made we made the ice cream, dude, I, and then we I, I made some homemade whipped cream dude, to put on top of I'm my homemade eat, ice dude, cream. I'm eating so much heavy cream, man. Yeah, heavy cream's good. You can put make all it my Alfredo. meals are carbonara. They're like, oh, you know what would make this meal better? You can make a good carbonara. If I just crack raw eggs and parmesan over it every meal. So I know I did really good drop biscuits this week, and uh, I'm looking forward to. I'm missing some fast food places. And I'm not telling biscuitiers to stop going out and eating fast food. I'm just saying that, like, these places are staying open because you're still going to them. But really, maybe everything in America should completely shut down for, like, two weeks, except for hospitals and food banks, right? I'm more concerned about your gravy level. I'm more concerned about our gravy level. So I know that If America's gravy level gets too low. What's going to happen to our – we have choke gravy reservoirs, though, left over from the Obama era. (laughs) That sounds like something Canada would have. <laughs> We've had that episode. Remember when their maple syrup got their stolen? Maple syrup reservoir. <laughs> their maple syrup reservoir was. Oh low. lord! Oh lord! So I know you and like doing. They probably a... have like they have like a gravy pipeline too that comes down from Canada. Yeah, but into it was going to cut through some Native American. <laughs> right. That's why the Native. So they diverted the gravy. I was uh, the Sitting Rock tribe of the yeah. Sioux. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heartburn tribe. So I'm missing some fast food. So this week, I've mastered the biscuits. I got some shrimp. I'm going to fry chicken, fry shrimp, and make mashed potatoes and gravy and make myself a Popeye's box. Oh, I was just saying you should do the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. You need to get the little sliced pickles. Oh, I have have cucumber. I can make a fresh pickle at home. Ooh. Uh, So that's my goal this week is I don't want to go to any fast foods. I want to try to cook fast food meals that I miss at home. And I just yeah. want everyone to do their there's, part. Like, there's a ton of, uh, like, fast food uh, copycat recipes if you go on YouTube. and I found a bunch, man. Like, I want to make, make a Big Mac. or I, wanna I did make an a... animal-style tater tot recently. Oh, animal style is so good. Mm-hmm. As I recently learned for the first time this year. Uh, this year was the first time I went so to good. In-N-Out. So good. So got this a double double of, animal uh, style, and then I got like two to take on the plane with me. Dude, ate one on the plane, ate one when I got back to Maui. Did you also bring Five Guys home from Philadelphia? I did, and let me tell you, the burgers, not his friends. Not uh, <laughs> after spending about twelve hours uh in transit, those burgers, those Five Guys burgers, still just as good. Just as good. <laughs> Just That's... as good. <laughs> wow. Um, so, Gluttony Club is presented in part by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And also by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. And we can't forget our good friends down at Uretha Franklin's Vasectomy Clinic. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We'll cut you where you touch to pee. And also by Jim Carrey's Cemetery. Somebody plot me. 
Uh, also, uh, the home of Jim Carrey's Cremations. You're smoking. Oh, man. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo, where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the bunker. Then we got yes. Spoiler Alert. Ooh. Going to talk about some stuff on TV. What's Vincent Fody been hand watching? Me that, hand me that lighter. You are watching so much stuff on TV, Vincent Fody. I am watching a lot of stuff on TV. We have a doozy for Conspiracy Cookbook. That's right. Set the oven to 420. Grab your tinfoil hat. We're going to talk Bill Gates on Conspiracy Cookbook. Oh, yes. So uh, this week the on Conspiracy Cookbook. The gate is wide cookbook. open, baby. This week on Conspiracy Cookbook, we're going to be looking at Bill Gates' conspiracies and talking about the recent allegations lo- uh, lobbed at him by Roger Stone. Agenda 21, New World Order. Disgraced meteorologist Roger Stone <laughs> and uh, former political advisor. Oh, so much coming up on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. But first, a quick break. We want to hear from our lovely sister stations from around the world, everybody. Take care. Buongiorno, signore e signori. Do you like the cooking? Do you like the comedy? How about the cooking? If so, join us every Wednesday at 11 for spaghetti and meatballs. Enjoy segments like Comedy Bistro, Manja Manja, and Choc the Italian Knowledge Stallion. So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WHOP The Voice. Of a meatballs. All right, we're back. Thanks so much for listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are proud to present the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are recording inside the Biscuit Bunker. Live from the Biscuit Bunker. This is Quarantine 2020. Quarantine 420. Today's show is presented in part by James Brown's Grotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. And also by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. Oh, man. What's next up on the gravy train today, brother? Do, do. We're getting into a little conspiracy cookbook. Ooh, that music can mean one thing and one thing only. Time to set the oven to 420. Grab the tinfoil hats. It is Biscuits and Gravy's own conspiracy cookbook. Conspiracy cookbook. Conspiracies. Bill Gates edition. Now, the world is in a crazy place now, everybody. We are in quarantine. We are in lockdown. I had to travel more than 10 miles yesterday and go through a security checkpoint operated by the U.S. Army National Guard. I wouldn't say the National Guard is exactly the Army. It says U.S. Army on them. I had no idea. I thought the the National Guard was the National Guard. And I know I was going through a National Guard checkpoint, but their uniforms said army on them. Army. Um yeah, I mean they're they're technically part of the army. By the way, the same way that like Ted Anderson is technically a, a doctor. doctor. <laughs> by the way, uh checkpoint done by the National Guard way better than any DUI checkpoint I've ever gone through oh, yeah, in my entire like... life. They were like they were like, you know there's a travel restriction. Let me see your eye. Right, cool. We're going there, like, all right, see you later. I'm like, oh, we're going to go pick up food from this restaurant. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not like the Truman Show where you try to leave somewhere and guys in biohazard suits come out and tackle you. <laughs> no problem, Truman. How do you know my name? <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about for Bill Gates' conspiracy cookbook. Everything um, we've been talking about is about New World Order, Agenda 21, depopulation, 
The world is being taken over by humans. We are humans. We need to stay humans. We need to be at the top, baby. But there are people that don't want us at the top, Vincent Fodi. And those are people like Bill Gates. What has Bill Gates done to us this week? Why am I so angry? Well, it seems it seems weird because uh, this is like the perfect time for Bill Gates conspiracies because Bill Gates conspiracies Windows have been sucks and Mac is better. Bill Gates conspiracies have been brewing for a while. It's cold brew, bro. Um, they've kind of been brewing for a little while, even before the whole coronavirus thing happened. And then uh, it seems like now with the now with the quarantine and everything, this is the perfect time for stupidity to spread. Mm. Um, and stupidity has been spreading like wildfire. Like the other week when we talked about uh, 5G radiation uh, making coronavirus, and then all of our friends in Great Britain, who listened to our sister station, TN Crumpets, TN Crumpets right. knocked down all the 5G towers. Right. Now, I know so, nuclear physicists will say that we get more radiation from going out into the sun to check your mail than you could possibly get to in a lifetime of having cell phones around you. Right. Physicists. Um, well, they are nuclear physicists. Well, that just means they keep it in the family. They're not as good as a nuclear physicist. <laughs> But now, so then, uh, Bill Gates has always come under, has always been um, part of some fringe conspiracies. But then, uh, just this week, Roger Stone, we all know Roger Stone. Roger Stone, bro, you got a target on your back. Convicted perjurer and uh, spreader of truth, Roger Stone. <laughs> he spreads the truth, bro, like he, butter you left on the countertop. He, first of all, Roger Stone's supposed to be in jail, but he, um,. Is not in jail at the moment? No. He is... Uh, I'll tell he's, you, he's not in the biscuit bunker. He's supposed to spend, like, seven years in jail or something like yeah, that. Yeah, seven years, bad luck. But he is appealing his case, so he's still out of he's still out of jail at the moment and going on radio shows. And then he went on a recent radio show and said that it's possible that Bill Gates was behind the virus. Well, Bill Gates has been preaching for years uh because he wants to bill gates wants to make mandatory vaccines so that he can chip microchip people and track them but this is this isn't like this isn't quote bill gates and then have a hard time of finding him actually saying it but he does talk about well it's because he didn't say developed countries where people get vaccines there is a less birth rate and in undeveloped countries that get less vaccines, they have more children for households, but the children die. You want to get into it? Let's talk about uh, one of the conspiracies about Bill Gates. Because the, the, the Roger Stone thing has just uh, been like a more recent development because people, there's lots of people that go and say crazy conspiracy theories. But, Especially But not very stations. often does a former presidential advisor go on a radio show and talk crazy conspiracy theories like bill gates i think south park covered it really well in the episode about 9-11 there's like a conspiracy about conspiracies that there's a lot of shady stuff going on in the government and there are but real conspiracies are all around us and that's stuff we should be paying attention to you know what i mean like uh people used to complain about like all those food delivery services the bill is higher oh it doesn't add up i'm getting overcharged well it turns out that like uh uber eats grubhub doordash they're all convening together 
and charging people more than what the menu items are. So let's say something was a dollar, they would charge you a dollar fifteen for it, and then the service charge on top of it. So they all pooled in together, and they're being sued right now. And DoorDash was it. keeping the the tips. The from... tips, yeah, they're paying people less. So a lot of people. I don't think out that's as much of a government conspiracy. Conspiracies seem really big. Way bigger than they are, and we all know there's only one true large conspiracy. I think, and if, that's lizard people if you... are trying to take over the world. Bill Gates is talking about getting everyone vaccinated, which I'm mixed on, man. It's like I like vaccines. I like not having polio. Do you like not having polio? I love not having polio. Now, how about all the people that are skipping school? They're not going to have to fill out their physicals so anymore. This thing how is many like... kids are going to miss getting vaccinated in our own country come September? So it's basically an amalgamation of oh, nice misinformation part, and uh, other previously debunked conspiracies just all rolled into one giant shit sandwich. Well, there's a constant... So yes, Bill Gates. Vaccines. Bill Gates has donated a lot of money to UNICEF and uh, foreign countries to get people vaccinated. Because as, as we all know, shares in Monsanto. Wait, well, we'll get into that separately. So um, Bill Gates is the world's leading philanthropist. Um, he is he. He has donated half of his fortune to charities. He's not giving his kids any money. So people are saying that Bill Gates is somehow profiting from this, but Bill Gates uh, actually gave away... You don't give away billions of dollars um, if you're trying to make a profit from it. Hmm. If countries get more developed, then they can get computers. Oh, I didn't think about that. Also, he he gave a lot of, uh, he gave a lot of polio vaccines to India, and... Uh, Where's all the tech support done? India. And uh, who stands to benefit from there being more tech support? Bill Gates. Yeah, totally. Oh, so maybe, although I, you don't need to be able to walk although to do tech a, support. There's a lot of uh, claims that with the polio vaccine in India, there were a lot of medical accidents with it. But when right. they well, rolled there's... out polio in the United States... There was a lot of accidents with it too. It created spinal problems for it was like less than one percent of the people that got it, but less than one percent compounded over a whole country is going to be tons of people. Right. So they uh, people are saying that Bill Gates paralyzed uh, five hundred thousand India kids. But the number, every Indian if you kids? look at different news sources, they tack on or take away zeros from it. So you, you read different articles over it, and some say it's like this number of people. So it was about and four, you're like, it was on. about four hundred and fifty thousand uh, people That's above what we think. the average reported getting some sort of paralysis. But there's two things involved. One is that they were doing an oral version of the polio vaccine. Oh, so they instead they of doing, doing the, the instead of doing the intravenous ones, um, which they think may have have affected people, but. Uh, there's also the fact well, that now they know. <laughs> there's also the fact that they weren't doing uh, very in-depth record keeping as to how many kids got infected with this. Mm -hmm. So once they started doing the polio vaccines, they started taking records, and then most likely there was just all these cases that would have previously have gone unreported that were just getting reported. Interesting. It's like how the rate of autism goes up, but it's only because right. now we're diagnosing yeah. people with autism. Yeah, we're not like my father, who is only 65. He talks about a kid in his high school that just didn't speak the whole time. Like, and he was just in his school. Like when we were growing, just... when we were in school, there was no, there was no like Asperger's. 
No, but there were Asperger's the resource room. Where there was certain kids there was went. just like the Napoleon Dynamite kid who yeah, was just a little. Yeah, or you would be in special ed. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh, that kid's weird. Yeah. Well, Asperger people with Aspergers don't really need to be in special ed. Yeah, but you that's can more be of different, like high functioning autism. Spectrums of it though. Right. Yeah. But like uh, Asperger syndrome didn't even exist as something that was diagnosable until like 90s. Yeah, and then there's so, a lot of movies yeah, in the so 90s of course that completely. The, misrepresent it there's a bruce willis movie called mercury rising where he like is a cop that kind of kidnaps a kid with asperger's and it is so revolting the, i think that the kid had oh, autism not asperger's oh, well, whatever. it was so revolting how it's like you've it. never even seen mercury rising oh, <laughs> isn't it doesn't he use them for like code breaking or yes, something yes yeah because he solves puzzles <laughs> how about the ben affleck movie where he plays a uh like, Blind accountant. <laughs> he, he plays an accountant who it, who it has autism. Oh right! But then he's also like a like a he's like a Jason Bourne type character. Yeah, but with autism. that's called the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like an autistic action star. Yeah. So anyway, there's the movie wasn't too bad actually. Here's the real deal though about vaccines is that if you're gonna inoculate a whole country, you're gonna do it millions of people at a time. Then yeah, I it really sucks, man. Like less than one percent, there are problems with it. It's not perfect, right. but it's also sometimes, as you said, people are just starting to get vaccinated. They're just being into the medical system. They're not gonna have a record before. Now they're vaccinated. The hope is that they continue getting physicals every year. Then the documentation rate goes up, and we realize that more people are actually sick. Than are R, right. so it's kind of uneven. And then people are also saying say in, that's why Bill Gates got kicked out of India, and but nothing he didn't could be get further. kicked out of India. Right. But after the he vaccination rate goes up, more Monsanto uh, land gets farmed, and he owns money in Monsanto. Right. He owns uh, five hundred thousand shares of but Monsanto. He also, is inconceivably rich. He. It's like yeah, saying I go. Like, to, it's like if I go to Chick Fil A every couple months. I'm not curb stomping minorities. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, the the whole thing with him owning Sharon Monsanto, they're trying to get more uh, agriculture, like more industrial agri- agriculture mm-hmm. into Africa. But um, I don't know. Monsanto just has a lot of questionable tendencies. And so a lot of people have been asking him to withdraw his support from Monsanto. You know what, though? They make which like, he hasn't done, which for uh, Bud Light beer, though. I mean, like, genetic uh, modified food can be beneficial because they can... Uses less water and can add more nutrients. Right, they can... Disease-resistant, right, like, drought resistant Yeah, like, if there's a place where actually, they can only... Actually, there's a huge argument that having GMO and modernized farming actually uses less resources and less goes to waste than organic large-scale garden. Well, also, there's places where people are starving and they can only grow a type of rice, but it doesn't provide enough whatever protein and then they can genetically modify a rice grain where it will grow and it'll give them the nutrients that so they, they need. don't go blind yeah or was it was it's like it the, the hoodie and the blow, blowfish song also genetically modifying your die. food so that it's only resistant to one type of pesticide and that pesticide just happens to be made and manufactured by you oh then and, you own the chain right that's vertical integration and then yeah. it also uh gives everybody cancer that's probably not a great thing not great so Monsanto, you're uh, you got some pros and cons there. So there is a huge I think a lot of people think that with Bill industrial Gates agriculture and polio from way back in the day, 
they used to spray apple fields with this thing, and it leads to neurological damage that is very similar to polio. Well, also the the rates of autism went up in places where they were doing that. They were using that same that same um, I think it was like a high alkaloid pesticide, and it was causing the rates of autism to go up as well. Huh. So, yeah, it's and, I mean, interesting. metal poisoning is true, though. I mean, like, ah, it's a tough world we live in, man. Uh, it's a delicate dance we do with technology. Here's something else that they said about Bill Gates. More about that, Bill Gates? Is that he's into uh, depopulation. Yeah, but we've we've spoken about this. But he's saying that areas... If you're trying to save people from disease uh, and starvation, that's not, that's not depopulation. Up to this point, no one's accused Bill Gates of being a lizard person. I'm sure we have at some point. I don't know <laughs> if we've accused him of being a lizard person. I believe Bill Gates may be part lizard. Zuck lizard. De- well, Zuckerberg definitely lizard. a lizard. The queen definitely Ugh, a lizard. lizard. Uh, Hillary Clinton, the 100% lizard. Oh, lizard. Um, Bill Gates, I don't know, still up in the air. Well, let's hear about some other things uh, that they said about Bill Gates. Oh, here was one about uh, Bill Gates and George Soros. Apparently, they funded... Love it! They funded a bioweapons lab in Sierra Leone, uh, and that led to the dispersion and the uh, outbreak of Ebola in Africa in 2014. Yeah, I think if you want to kill somebody, you just uh, like you become a mayor and then you sell the water rights away from a town. Right, and then they That's, all then they all then yeah. they all just die. Yeah. Which... Um. <clears throat> so there was no there was no information out there to support the. Th- that, it's this easier. idea. Also, guys, it's but easier just to have gangs go in and kill people. Like, it did turn out that um, Bill Gates did give about ten million dollars to UNICEF okay. in Sierra Leone. All right, but that's nothing um, to provide relief from famine. That's like buying Girl Scout cookies, and then someone in that Girl Scout troop cheats on a test. That doesn't. You're really not responsible for that person cheating. Ten million dollars is nothing to him. Oh, and then there's been another one going around where they said that Bill Gates said that um, they were going to do mandatory vaccines so they could microchip people. Wait, is that not true? Um, well, they said that Bill Gates said something about heard there being some sort of tracking signature. That Bill Gates was going to be couldn't all could... get together unless we got tagged. And this is sort of like the, the idea that we were talking about earlier with there being a digital... Uh, like microorganisms in vaccines that they're going to activate with the 5G Oh, we've talked internet. about it. Um, but basically, this was just, sort of just as a, a misunderstanding. Bill Gates said that they would be able to track people when you give somebody a vaccine. You know how when you go into a concert, they stamp your hand? Yeah. Or when you vote, they put that they, that die on your thumb so that so that they can keep track of whether you got the, the vaccine or not already or whether or not you voted. Is it going to be on you for life? Well, they said that they can do like an ultraviolet or an That's invisible ink weird, so that they dude. can like they can put a UV ray up to it and see if you've got it already. Like the stampless stamp. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's like man. an invisible stamp. Or I think that that's uh, what that's they they should weird. just do the thumb thing where they put dye on your thumb. For life? No, not for not for life. For it, how long? Uh, I think just for in the amount of time that it takes them to do the vaccination process. What happened? What, you, if you see something that's not stamped, what would you but, do? But my, Bill Gates never this said anything so about microchipping and putting and putting tracking devices. This in isn't people. like Ash Wednesday for a couple hours. You showed somebody that you went to church finally. Yeah, 
What? I don't know. They said that it would be... I feel so uncomfortable. They said that that would be an option for places where there is no record keeping being done. Oh. But in places, even in places like India, now that they're doing record keeping, they everybody kind of has like their oh. immunizations record on file. So they're talking about like doing this for like really out of the way places, really rural places where they have no oh. other ways of record. It's not going to affect me, a, a middle class white American. It's not going to affect you, well, a, a middle class white American. Oh, that's so worried. That's like that company that said that um, they could put their ID into a microchip. And use it to scan into the building, and everybody started going crazy. They're like, "You're yeah. not going to microchip me!" And they're like, "We said it was an option. You don't have to do it." Yeah. And then um, they immediately retracted that. They're like, "Whoops! Oops. Sounds like people don't like getting microchipped." At the college I went to briefly, you had to get your hand. You put your hand on a machine, and I always thought it like measured your fingerprints and took a roll of it, but it was really biometric. So it was like loosely like, oh, if you had the hand Isn't that of something Chuck that Thompson they had at Area 51? To get in? Yeah. And then the, the guy All who, of this is biometrics. It's not your fingerprints. The guy stuff. who was claiming that he was originally part of Area 51 and uh, was like the, the leaker of all the information from leaker. inside Area 51. He said that there was some sort of biometric scanner like that. And then um, nobody believed him. And then like 10 years later, it came out that there was one of those scanners in Area 51. So they're in cafeterias at Keene State University. <laughs> Therefore, lizard people, lizard people are exist. aliens from the Draco constellation. Oh, lordy. Uh, so, yeah, this whole thing about Bill Gates uh, that Roger Stone said about him microchipping people and wanting to do mandatory vaccinations, um, it turned out to not be true. But um, so uncomfortable. I, I like I don't think I don't think like the mandatory. Part I don't think the. Well, I don't think it's going to... I'm an American. I mean, I don't, I'm really not trying to be, like, sarcastic or anything right now, but, like, I I kind of... I don't want my rights there's, violated, bro. There's no such thing as mandatory vaccinations, though. Nobody yeah, but, ever said anything about them being mandatory. my non-existent kids would have to go to, like, a Waldorf school or something. Uh, what's Waldorf school? Oh, it's like Montessori schools, Harry, but for Harry, people that Harry don't Potter get vaccinated. Went to school, or? No, it's a Waldorf... It's like a, a different education school. So, it's like a homeschool, but you no. get the kids out of the house for the day. Do you day. know what a Montessori is? It's like a, a yeah. train of thought. All right, so in like a, a Waldorf school, you learn a little bit more by play growing up. You don't up. get grades. You get feelings. Yeah. They're bigger classrooms. How'd you do on your test? Excited. No, they're pretty good. Like Waldorf schools were the first schools that said, hey, children should have desks their size. Before well, sounds pretty like good. So you might as well uh, not vaccinate your kids, and they'll be going to a Waldorf school in no time. More on Waldorf schools next week. <laughs> Bill Gates' kids went to a Waldorf school. Did you go to a Waldorf school? We want to hear from you. Send us an email at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. It's like a Montessori school or like a Catholic school. They like are a little bit different. Remember how we were talking uh, the other week about coronavirus being part of the, an Illuminati plot? Yes. And uh, there also may be some satanic cult oh, clearly. Uh, aspects to the coronavirus being released by the government and the yeah. Illuminati. Well, guess what? How many letters does the word corona have? Six. That's right. It has six letters. Uh -huh. And uh, if you apply a number to each one of those letters, like A equals one, B equals two, and so on and so on. Yes. You The word corona is three, 15, 18, 15, 14, and one. No And way. what does that add up to? Six. It adds up to 66. So with the six letters of corona adding up to 66, what do you get? 666. Six, 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 
the number of the beast. Whoa, the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is us getting tagged. By the way, I updated my girlfriend's windows the other day. There's this thing called Cortana that pops up. So I'm playing video games every 10 minutes it pops up and kicks me off. And it's like, did you want to search for movie times? Did you want to search for the weather in Minneapolis? I'm like, no! Or are you, are you yelling stuff out while you're playing video games? No. Like, oh, god damn it! I need to know what time but the I movie's playing. But I TV, but uh, it's terrible. Yeah, I think there's a way you can disable Cortana. I tried. It's too tough. Today's show is presented in part by Jackie Gleason's Creasons, the best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. His prices will send you straight to the moon. Um, did you hear about Mike Gula, the Republican fundraiser guy? Nope. So he used to own We're a. Talk about Michigan. We used to. Uh, this guy, his name is Mike Gula. Gula. He was a head uh, Republican fundraiser. Ah, oh, so you know he's probably smart. He had a firm uh, that all he did was raise money for Republican candidates. That nice. was that was his job. He had a fundraising firm. I'm sure, he didn't. Well, he anything. shuttered his firm. No. Uh, recently, and he opened up uh, a uh, a coronavirus uh, like pandemic supply distribution company. We are talking about this man. Uh, called Blue Flame. Is it's uh, Blue Flame is the name of That's the company. That's what the com- this is like the real conspiracy you're talking this about. This is the real conspiracy. Um, now, don't this, get distracted this guy, by Bill Gates, bro. At a at a time uh, when all these medical supplies, respirators, uh, masks, all this stuff is in dire supply and nobody can get their hands on any of it, um, they are filling an order for like a hundred million masks, <laughs> um, and they are now the main sell it. They're the, now the main distribution company. And when people are saying to them, how are you getting all this stuff? He said, uh, well, can't really talk about it, but let's just say I've got some connections. Yeah, because that was his response. the now, army is seizing it from hospitals, yeah. giving it to people like him, and then reselling it. So the, the feds— This is going on in every state here, people. This every is, state. The, now, this isn't something that we're making up as a joke. This is something that really They're happened. They're robbing the, it the feds and then were reselling going, it to make a profit. They were going into hospitals around the country and seizing medical supplies without saying where they were going or where they were being redistributed to. And then you have to buy them from this a-hole, and he won't tell you where he got them from. So basically, we can connect the dots here, the people. Fe- the federal government, so it's basically like if your house was on fire, and instead of coming and putting the fire out, the firemen stole your water and then uh, sold it back to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's pretty much what's going on with the federal government. This is the real conspiracies going on here, people. Do not be distracted by Bill Gates, man. And uh, also, uh, the the checks being printed, the $1,200 checks, were supposed to go out, but they said it might take longer. One of the holdups is because Donald Trump insisted that they print his name on all the checks. Yeah. So, So when people get their Donald Trump check in the mail, they'll be like, what a good president. Yeah. I would be happy. I'm glad that Insisted. Donald Trump is giving me twelve hundred dollars. Insisted. Um, so I think a lot of people aren't going to like that because it's going to hold up the amount of time that it takes for the checks to come out. But uh, you know, it's good to it's good to people know still who's money, got your though. back. Yeah, you're still getting twelve hundred bucks. I'd be stoked with that. Ugh. I don't want to have to wait five weeks for I'm it. I'm so disappointed about the war profiteering going on right now. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. The war on Corona, man. And here's the dirty part about it. So Republicans, who would have known that our, it's a Republican that our fundraising would blow this and uh, it, use it as an opportunity? It's a Republican fundraising campaign, uh, campaign closed down, right? And then they open this up again, being middlemen, getting money, making money, redistributing it, right? Same, same. Who's denying and ergo 
preventing Corona from stopping entirely? Republicans, man. Right. They want it to keep going. So now they can make all this uh, additional revenue off the coronavirus I would argue that uh, actually an X number of people need to die and the government will save – because who's dying? People that already have illnesses, right? Right. They're probably waiting. They're like, oh, my God, hold on. We can kill off like a quarter million people who are just going to like live and collect unemployment for the next couple of years and medical benefits. There are people that are already at risk, right? So they're already – they paid into the system, but they're taking more out. That's the community we're a part of. I'm okay with paying more for the system. That's the real population. I don't care about paying more for the system now that I I did my taxes for especially and now now that all these uh, boomers are about to become eligible for social security, we're gonna hit a huge social security bottleneck, um, and uh, there's not enough there's not enough of us younger millennials to uh, to keep up with all the payments. So maybe that's the ultimate depopulation world agenda. Maybe it is really the, the real boomer reducer. Uh-huh. Maybe that's, uh, I mean... We're being distracted by saving little kids by giving them vaccines the and government access is, to water. The government is trying to do cuts to noticing, Social Security. So. And what is the puppet of the government? The Fox News is telling all these old people, hey, the economy needs to start again or else you're going to lose all your savings. Right, and you need to get out there and uh, maybe let a few people cough on you. Oh, my God. It's terrible, You, you can't man. have – you can't make cuts to Social Security and also keep a bunch of these boomers around. There, do you know what our local government is doing, our governor of Hawaii? He's cutting teachers' salaries by 20%, and he's cutting first responder salaries by 10%, starting at the end of May. Yeah, well... What the hell? Well, I got my tax return back, so that's a nice little bonus. Lord. Conspiracy cookbook gets President Park. What are they just conserving? Chris Tucker's mattresses. You'll get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Are they just conserving revenue? Why are they doing that? Probably. I mean, everyone has, like a lot of people have to take pay cuts, and most people are laid off. So right, it sucks. So I mean, you can't you can't give everybody in the state unemployment without the money coming from the money's got to come from somewhere. All right, biscuitiers, gravy gals, biscuit boys, conspiracy cookbook is coming to a close pretty soon. Follow the money. Is your local government, is a local business profiteering off of this more than they should? I'm not talking about your supermarkets, man. Like, is is someone getting, like, hospitals are, their goods are getting seized. They're going to these middle areas, and these middlemen are reselling the medical equipment back to us. And I'm being overcharged on DoorDash. Ah, I hate it. That's the worst part of the whole thing. Ugh. Five months ago, you get shunned for not reusing your straw. Now it's only going to be about reusable plastic and safety. I hate this going. Follow the money here, people. Qui bono. All right. I'm a little wired up. Do you mind taking the show away for a minute? I I need to calm down, Vince Cody. I need to calm down. It's like I need that, to stop preheating the oven at 420. Taylor Swift song. You need to calm down. Can you please reward while Chuck's, me? While Chuck's tell all me, riled up. I'll tell you tell what me. today's show is brought to us Thank by you. Benedict Cumberbatch's blessings. You can't spell Benediction without Benedict. I've been waiting for Benedict Cumberbatch. And also by Helen Hunt's rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. And finally by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. I'm still a little wired up, man. I'm still a little wired. A little short of breath. A little, sh- little short of breath. <laughs>
That's okay. We got through Conspiracy Cookbook. It's over, Joe. Barely, dude. Oh, my God. I'm roasting under this tinfoil hat, by the way. There's, some, there's some wacky stuff in there and some sobering items in there. And if you know me, I hate being sobered. <laughs> That's why we're token up as we speak. Ugh. Waking and bacon, the biscuits and gravy way, guys. It is so good to be here in the biscuit bunker. I cannot wait to be back in the historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater. But anyone listening to the show, we know we all got to do our part, man. It is not until the entire country is in full bunker lockdown mode for two to three weeks that we can start backtracking. It's not going to be like, all right, cool, one day, everything's over. We got to get into this, man. It's going to get worse before it gets better, and then we back up, back up, start losing the restrictions, start opening up slowly and steadily and kicking this corona in the butt. We got it, man. And then if we don't do it right, it's going to be it's going to be bad news, man. I'm kind of enjoying it. Because as you know, all I like still all I like to do dying every is day. all I all I enjoy doing is sitting around and eating and watching TV. And uh, that's pretty much all this month has been about. And that's why it's time to dive into... Spoiler alert. Spoiler is presented in part by Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns. No one handles cock like Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin's Cock Guns don't handle your home alone. And also by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with slim and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment? Well... I've, I've got, got a name. <laughs> and also by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. So I have been watching just so much TV. As so we talked about TV. last week, um, HBO is free, I think, all month. And so you can been get doing it a lot on like Hulu free as streaming. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can do it on your Hulu. You can, you can put it on your Roku. Uh, so... If you are one of those people that don't usually have an HBO subscription, go check out some of that uh, great HBO content that you might not have seen, like The Wire or Sopranos or um, like the first five seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> man, Game of Thrones, you messed it up, man. If Game of Thrones ended well, I would be rewatching Game of Thrones right now. I wouldn't even be talking to you, Vincent Fodi. Yeah, I would not be a part of the Biscuits and Gravy show. But, but because... Uh, they took a nosedive and they dove hard, bro. They messed it up. I'm not rewatching it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I still haven't rewatched the final season. Wasn't ah! that wasn't that great? But there is some other great stuff on HBO, like uh, High Maintenance. High Maintenance. Uh, you love that show. Curb Your Enthusiasm season ten. Oh, I 10. finished Curb. It's good. Oh, you finally finished it, huh? Yeah, I think the middle episodes are the best though. Spoiler alert: There's a fire at Latte Larry's. Ooh, Latte Larry's. And it turned out that a lot of his a decisions penis is involved. Made things. Uh, <laughs> a penis is involved. Um, yeah, so Curb season ten is great. If you're a Curb fan. Um, you know, it's a long wait in between seasons, but when it finally comes out, it's usually pretty much worth it. Yeah. Westworld Season 3 has been okay. The first couple episodes were good. Uh, the most recent episode, kind of all right. It's, uh, it's, it's a little too much in the action movie part of the season arc. I think right they now. should wrap it up and do eight one-and-a-half-hour miniseries and just wrap the whole thing up. Um. So far, I gotta say, like we we've had this conversation before. Where Westworld season one really good, oh, so Westworld good. season two, not that great, and then Westworld season three started off with a bang. Um, 
it's uh, it's starting to tread a little bit of water right now, but I think hopefully they'll be able to uh, do something cool by the end of the season. I mean, Jesse from Breaking Gee, Bad's I, in there. Aaron Paul. There's good it's, actors. It's just there's fun watching writing. him. It's an awesome scenery, and it's a cool thing. It's about robots being human, and what is what does it mean to be human, Vincent Fody? That's things we talk about here in the Biscuits and Gravy Show. If you're a gravy gal or a biscuit boy, what does it mean to be human? Chuck, how do you know that you're human? I get upset when Chris Christie yells at me. Uh, speaking of Chris Christie, did, did you guys finish uh, McMillions? No, no, no. We've, I've been watching the worst TV, man. Wait, she didn't? I thought Christie was watching McMillions. No, we've been watching, like, monk marathons and cooking shows and Forged in Fire, where they're making knives. And oh, Forged mustache. in Fire is pretty cool. Yeah, it's if you watch enough of it, you start like really ragging on it. You're like, oh, I would never make a handle out of Wait, that. Are you, so, are you watching Monk Marathons with commercials? Yeah, on TV, and I'm playing Command and Conquer and uh, eating chocolate in the corner of the room. Uh, have you seen any of the plot against America? No, I want to though. With Lucky yeah, Lindy really out in the good. sky. Yeah, Charles Lindbergh uh, becomes a Nazi. Uh, as a matter of fact, in real life, turns out he wasn't that far off. Um, but in the show, it takes place in an alternate timeline of history where Charles Lindbergh gets elected. American hero, Charles Lindbergh. And then the Jews are chased out of America. Who did he blame for stealing his kid? He didn't blame the... It's sort of an analogy for the slippery slope of fascism that we're seeing a lot nowadays. But I have a feeling like the people that, uh, already understand that that is an analogy, um are not really the people that need the message delivered to them. Hmm. I think they're kind of preaching to the choir with that. But the show's pretty good. Winona Ryder's in it. Oh, yeah? And uh, earlier this week, I sent you a picture... I know of her titties! ...of Winona Ryder's boobies. That's real, you think? They're so perky. That is real. Yeah. So if you guys out there want to see Winona Ryder's boobs, you can Google Check my cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck will send it to you. Just email your request and we'll we'll send them out. That's the biscuits and gravy. We will shoot you some JPEGs. That's 204 Luwakaha Circle, Kihei, Hawaii, 96753. Have you uh, seen that new show, Run? No, what is it? What is so that there's about? a new show on HBO called Run, and basically it's – they only had the, the first episode so far, so it's still a little bit vague, but apparently these two people um, must have made some type of deal with each other that if they ever decide that they want to pick up their lives and just hit the road and disappear um, – that they would that they would text each other and then they would agree to do it and that's in the first in the first episode that's what happens is there's these two separate people that somebody texts the the girl the word run and then she texts the word run back and then she just got up whatever she was doing she was like on her way into yoga class and then she just goes and hops on a train and meets up with this guy and they leave their entire lives behind. No way. And the the girl's like uh, live-in boyfriend is like, where are you? What are you doing? Come home. Just completely don't tell anyone anything. Yeah. So uh, wow, it's sort of an interesting concept. So quite a fantasy, huh? We'll oh see. My God. We'll see uh, how that. Especially in these trying times when we're at our home, like we'll nonstop. See how that season. Imagine just like, I mean, I can't relate to going to yoga class yeah, or it's, running. It's really uh, vicarious that you would just leave your whole vicarious. life behind and go on the road. Look at you. Uh, have you seen uh, Tiger King yet? I refuse to watch Tiger King. As you know, listeners and Vincent Fody, it's one of those I things where it's like that there are subliminal messages in Tiger King that's brainwashing Americans. And in fact, the only reason we are on quarantine is to watch Tiger King. What's it called? Tiger King. Tiger King. 
No, it's just uh, all of America sort of had this uh, this fun little moment together where everybody was out of work all at the same time, and Tiger King came on Netflix, and everybody watched it, and now there's a bunch of memes about it. I'm going to be it's like just, the uh, last guy in a Philip K. Dick book who's like, no, I'm not going to watch it. Just put it on the I'm background while you're it. playing uh, Command & Conquer. Or, <sighs> I love Command & Conquer, or, bro. when you're playing Worms. Oh, I, dude, I should play Worms. I loved that game. Is that the one where you shoot each other yeah, back and forth? Yeah, worms shooting stuff. Yeah, I just picture you playing. The, uh, when I picture you playing video games, I picture you playing video games from like 1995. No, 1999. 1999. And two, the Canada Conquer's 2000. Red Alert's 2002. Uh, so if you haven't seen Tiger King, watch Tiger King. You can bang it out in an afternoon. I think it's like six episodes. Oh yeah. Or it might be more than that. Bang it out, baby. Um, and then you'll know what all the memes are all about. And you'll also understand that Carol Baskin killed her husband. Uh, friend of the show, Spoiler Lizard alert. King, Brian Michaels, has a uh, dancing video that's gone viral with 8,000 views of him dancing to Tiger King. I've crapped everything, man. I crapped the lizard one time. That's friend of the show, Brian Michaels. Man, do I miss open we should, mic. We should I, have him over to the biscuit bunker because he's not allowed back at KKU. No, but he is also like the most at risk. He is, he is definitely at risk. He could have had it this whole time and no one would know the difference. Does he have a liver? <laughs> Next week on Biscuits and Gravy, does Brian Michaels have a liver? Uh, did you see the show Hunter? No, that's an Al Pacino killing the the Yeah, it's, the a Jew Pri- it's a show on Amazon Prime. That's how you know that I'm really watching uh, yeah, a lot of TV. I was when I start, say. I have to have a lot of time on my hands before I start dipping into Amazon Prime video. <sighs> Amazon um, Prime. But there's they've got a couple things worth watching. I don't know. Hunter is good. It's like uh, it's like a HBO level concept with Showtime level execution. So it's really colorful, but then it's gonna get worse and worse as the seasons it, go on. The the show is like it's like if an algorithm wrote a Quentin Tarantino movie. Whoa, that's some deep shit, bro. Basically, if you if you watch it, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. But it's uh, it's just they they could have done better, and it felt like. Like they're they're trying to be sort of like a, a weird Tarantino. A lot of the, a lot of the people are always making these cheesy comments like, they're, "Oh, they're gonna go down faster than a greased up pair of panties on prom night." Like they're always doing those weird, <laughs> those weird over. I the, hate being the other end of that in real life too. Over the top, trying to be clever similes, just being thrown into. I'm like a colonel in a microwave. Pop pop pop. But like, in what? in most shows or movies, there would be one person that does that. Yeah. But in, in the whole show, it's a lot. In Hunter, it's like all the characters are doing that, and it's like look like there's it's just, a dog. There's day just afternoon. gotta be the one the one guy for comic relief. Not everybody needs to be doing cheesy. Do they comic take relief. off their sunglasses when they do it? It's <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you're looking to kill some time, watch Hunter. Or if you want to see some Nazis get killed, uh, spoiler alert: Al Pacino. Turned out he was a Nazi the whole time. Whoa! Uh, really? Also on Amazon Prime, Tales from the Loop. I've been watching, which this is, is not Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Loop is a is a sci-fi episodic TV show <laughs> where it's sort of a mix between uh, Black Mirror and Dark because it has the same tone as the show Dark. But every episode Dark's that German show about mystery and intrigue. Yeah. And time travel and, and time travel. Uh, so in the, in the show Tales from the Loop, everybody lives in this town where all this weird stuff happens. And each episode is about a different person from the town 
doing some type of weird thing. Like there's a body swap episode where these two guys trade bodies and then the one guy wants to trade back, but the other one doesn't. So he like steals his body. I, this, that's a Goosebumps book, man. I'm telling you. It does sound like a Goosebumps book. Um, then uh, one guy built, buys like a, a giant droid for protection, but then he almost ends up uh, killing his daughter with oh, it. So nice. the So the wife leaves. Dude, how rad would that be? Um, yeah, to have, like, a giant, like, remote-controlled mech suit. And then just kill your daughter and be like, oopsie, poopsie. Oopsie, I crushed her skull with my mech hand. You're like, you know me, I'm not a tech guy. Boop, 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 boop. Ozark Season 3 is out now, so, uh, if you haven't already finished Ozark. I don't know why I'm not watching Ozark. I've seen a couple episodes. Ozark is like. like Ozark, and I just never watch Ozark. And you gotta love Jason Bateman. Love Jason Bateman. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of those shows where, like, as soon as quarantine started, that was the first thing that everybody plowed through. Oh, really? It's like, out, man. it's like, oh yeah. Have you seen Ozark? I'm like, yeah, I watched Judge Judy and I watched, the People's Court. I don't think I finished watching Ozark before uh, I started watching the Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh, they took Lord of the Rings off Netflix. Sextilogy. I'm so pissed. Yeah, but you know what? The Lord of the Rings that was on Netflix was the theatrical release, not yeah. the extended release. Oh. So if you really want the full experience, you gotta watch the extended uh, releases. Oh my God. Chuck, my dick is retracting into my body. <laughs> Return of the King extended is so freaking. There's it's so four many hours where they're just eating food. It's it's the it's four hours. That's yeah. just one of the movies. Yeah. The other ones are are both over two hours, like like approaching three. I kind of want to watch a Lord of the Rings movie. Maybe we'll do that at Shane's house later. Oh man! Well, I, oh, that's what we did. We in like the first couple, like the first week of quarantine. That's what we did. We watched all of the Lord of the Rings movies and then all three Hobbit movies extended release. It's a lot. It's a lot of Lord of the Rings. Spoiler alert is presented in part by our good friends down at Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. And then that's also what inspired me to get this sweet uh, Gandalf pipe. Because I was like, look at that sweet Gandalf it's pipe. It's a pretty sweet Gandalf And I pipe. was like, I kind of want one of those. And then Diana was like, you should buy one of those. And I was you like, deserve it, baby. you just read my mind. I did deserve it. It's Anything else to wrap up for present. a spoiler alert today? New Rick and Morty uh, season four yep. episodes. The second May. half of season four is coming out May 3rd. Uh, you know what got postponed? I'm so mad about. You know, I like FX, right? Yeah. You know, I like Fargo, not just the movie, but the TV series. Oh. Love Are they not done Fargo. filming that yet? So it was supposed it was to be supposed released to come out, April right? 19th, which would be perfect because it comes the next day on Hulu. What's the day after April 19th? April 20th. That would mean it was supposed to be released on Hulu on 420. They are postponing the release date. Wow. The season of Fargo they must not was have, supposed uh, to have Chris finished... Rock in it. Well, it still will. They're oh, still going right, to release thanks. it. Uh, if it doesn't come out, it doesn't exist. They probably just didn't finish the post-production, I guess. Ah! Uh, but yeah, New Rick and Morty, the second half of season four, the last five episodes is going to be out May 3rd. Rick and Morty, bro. Uh, I'm the, smoking a Rick and Morty pickle pipe right now. That show what we do in the shadows. Is it funny? About the vampires. It seems funny. Se- it's really good. And the movie season, was great. season two premiere is today. Oh, cool. So uh, this, the first episode of season two will be out today. Uh, that's Wednesday. And uh, New Better Call Saul. Of course, Better Call Saul, one of the best TV shows on television right now. Um, ah, every week they just continue to deliver. Last week they got stuck in the desert and almost died. This week they got out of the desert. We knew that they weren't going to die because they're all in Breaking Bad. <laughs> but we didn't know uh, kind of what ruined. kind of consequences yeah. or repercussions there was going to be. And, uh, yeah, Better Call Saul, such a great show. 
highly yeah. recommend watching it. Or if you haven't started watching it, get caught up on all the old episodes. They're all available on Netflix. Uh, Better Call Saul. And, and then if you need binge a Netflix watch. password, I got it for you. It's uh, Girlene15. Uh, <laughs> At, that's my sister's email address. At biscuit.com. At, at uh, uconn.edu. <laughs> and uh, her password is biscuits1992. <laughs> and go stream. Wow, she was a Biscuits fan all the way back in 1992? Let's see if she was born. Spoiler alert is brought to us by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not, it's not pork. pork. John Ham. Oh, great in the episodes of Curve this week. This week. Gravy. Oh, yeah. John Hamm is John Hamm. in uh, a couple of the... Uh... John Hamm is imitating uh, him, Larry David. He's studying him for a the, role. The next episode, it's like he, he tells him what the movie's about. And it's like, oh, it's about a guy that creates a highly popular TV show. But it turns out he ripped off all the ideas from somebody else. And he's like, what? You didn't tell me that? Yeah, now people are going to assume that I ripped it off. You're on a gravy train with biscuit Oh, wheel. man. What a great episode. I've had so much fun with you in the Biscuit Bunker today, Vincent Bodie. I really miss broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater on 333 Deer Road. I really miss being in the KAKU 88.5 theater. But I do like the extended version of Biscuits and Gravy that we've yeah. been doing. I'm tearing up over here, guys. Now, we've had one hell of a show for us today. With lots Next of bonus week, content. We're going to talk more about cooking, more about comedy. More about watching stuff on TV. More about porn. And conspiracies. And even conspiracies. We're not going to go light on the conspiracies, everybody. Cooking and comedy. Watching stuff on TV. Porn and conspiracies. Biscuits and gravy. We hope that all of our listeners are staying safe and encouraging their parents to stop watching Fox News. Yeah, stay uh, indoors. Listen to podcasts. I feel so wired up, everybody. And I want to tell us that if you're growing your hair out as soon as this whole thing is done, I want you to check out some of our, our good friends down at Britney Spears Hair Cutting Scissors. For the best in shears, get Britney Spears. And uh, if uh, being all cooped up in hair. quarantine is too much for you, you might want to check out Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. And we have a PSA, Nick Nolte. It's bad for you. <laughs> Stay away from that Nick Nolte. Guys. Oh, man. I feel like a buffalo today. Do I not feel and look like a buffalo? You definitely look like a buffalo. Ooh, How baby. you feel is up to you. You're only as buffalo as you feel. Mm, I'm only as buffalo as that's my mantra. Uh, so uh, you ready for Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? I'm born ready, baby. This is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Oh, man. So don't forget to email your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Okay. Even though this isn't going... It's live. It's, it's live to Diana, who's told me to. And uh, please don't forget to um, send me the answers to your trivia questions so I don't have to look them up. Thank you. That's the biscuits and gravy at <laughs> gmail.com. And if you want to call and ask Tony Two Tokes some trivia questions, call <laughs> at KKU Studios, 808-873-3435. Yeah. All right, you ready, Chuck? I'm ready, baby. Our first question comes from Allison in San Diego, California. She wants to know what famous paris cathedral suffered a major fire last year oh it's the uh notre dame cathedral notre dame cathedral is that your final answer yeah notre dame that's absolutely correct it was notre dame remember and then all the billionaires were like here we're go. gonna give you a bunch of money to rebuild your cathedral and brazil's like we're on fire <laughs> 
the Catholic Church was like, like uh, actually, we're just going to take all that money and use it to pay our legal fees. Yes, because they like to do the uh, touching of, of the buttholes. Uh, our second question comes from Derek in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He wants to know, who played the daughter, Samantha, on an 80s sitcom? Who's the boss? <laughs> on the 80s sitcom, who's the boss? That was who played- 80s? Who played eighties? It was it was from like eighty four to ninety two. What? I, like I don't that. even know who was the dad on Who's the Boss? Tony Danza. That's where Tony Danza's famous from. Well, he was in Tony Danza was also in like Taxi before that. Tony Danza has oh, been right. in a lot of uh, sitcoms. Oh man, what's that movie where he's the uh, football player? It's really good at kicking stuff, and it's like a nineteen like name long name. It's like the Philadelphia football anyway. All right, well, what was the question? <laughs> uh, Derek in Milwaukee, Wisconsin wants to know <laughs> who played the daughter, Samantha, on the predominantly 80s oh, it's sitcom the garbage the picking, football kicking. Oh, man, what's the name of it? All right, what's it? one more time. Nobody knows what you're talking about, Joe. Oh, it was a made for TV movie about Tony Danza kicking. Playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. They also made a movie version of that, too. It's a movie called like Invincible because oh. the guy's name was Vince or something. No. I might I, right. that might have been a dream. Can you give me a hint? Was this woman been in anything else? Um, n- no, she was uh, on. She was appeared as a, a pinup poster and many young boys. Uh, oh, Alyssa Milano. That's Alyssa Milano. <laughs> right. sure. Wait, how did that help you? Oh, it helped me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <our> third... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, our third question comes from, <laughs> comes from Grace in Haiku. She wants to know, oh, as we all know, the third question is usually a sports question Ugh. because sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <laughs> so Grace in Haiku wants to know, Clint Eastwood directed and starred in this 2004 movie about a female boxer who gets paralyzed. Nobody Spoiler puts alert. baby in a corner. Um, is a quote from a different movie. Oh, it's a different movie? Yeah. Uh, that I have no idea. Right, uh, wait, really? Nobody puts baby in a corner? I thought that's from the boxing movie. No, it's, that's a quote from a different movie. What movie is that from? I don't know, Dirty Dancing? Nobody puts... Oh, what? Really? Oh, I have no idea then. You know, I know the boxing movie. It's the, the... It won the Oscar for 2004. Also, Clint Eastwood got an Oscar for Best Director... And I think uh, Hillary Swank is in yeah, it. Yeah, Hillary Swank's in it. And she the she the won corner. like a she won like a, uh, an Oscar as well. I think it's a boxing movie with Hillary Swank. Like swept the Oscars in two thousand four. Oh, spoiler Christmas. alert: she gets paralyzed at the end. That's really? kind of a spoiler. That's, that's Remember quite the spoiler. Then the, the end of the movie is about euthanasia. Oh Lord, Jesus Christ! Um, it's something baby though. I know it's something baby. I'm gonna need the full name of the of the movie. All right, it's like Millionaire Baby or something or uh, something. I don't know. What's your final answer? Uh, millionaire Baby. <laughs> millionaire Baby sounds like a prequel to Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's something with baby. It's Are like you a- sure it's not where they put baby in a corner? <laughs> it's Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby sounds like a baby that's very expensive that they're trying to buy on the black market. That's what that movie's about. Million Dollar Baby. It's like you don't know what the crying game is about until you watch it and you're like, oh, no. 
Or what is it? All right, so it's the garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. That's the movie I was thinking about. It's starring Tony Danza? Yeah, it's Tony Danza. What year did it come out? 1998. Oh, I don't even remember that. There's no one else in it other than Tony Danza. <laughs> and then uh, who's wasn't Mark Wahlberg in the in the the movie other version one, of it? Invincible? It I is don't Mark think Wahlberg. It's the same person though. I don't think I don't want to watch watch it right now. Uh, Tony Danza marathon is next week. Well, I... <laughs> There's an even worse Tony Danza movie where he builds an ark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Was that also a made for TV movie? I I don't. I it's think that was be. also made for it's TV. Gotta be, man. Well, either way, you got two out of three. Oh, meatloaf! And that also means that that's the end of our show. Wow, man, I had so much fun in the biscuit bunker today. I gotta tell you, today's show was brought to us by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the, the demons! demons. Today's show is presented in a part by Tim Allen's wrenches. Great for turning states evidence. And also by Gary Coleman's coal burning furnaces. What you talking about, furnace? Food for Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. And finally by Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. Grown in the USA. And all you biscuiteers out there on Gravyland, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And from me to you, hello. <laughs> On my mashed potatoes, give me 